wisdom that will set you free. Welcome to Mystic FM. Join us on a voyage of spiritual discovery. Welcome everyone to the Mystic FM radio show, brought to you by the Ethereum Society's New Zealand branch, which is based in Birkenhead on Auckland's North Shore. My name's Julian Rosser, I'll be your host, and we're currently running a series of shows in which we take a look at a very special book called The Nine Freedoms, delving into a different one of these freedoms in each show. This week, we look at the third freedom, which is service. Mystic Ethereum is produced by the New Zealand branch of the Ethereum Society, a worldwide spiritual organization with centers in Europe, North America, Africa and Australasia. We were founded in 1955 by a Western master of yoga, Dr. George King, who passed on in 1997. The Ethereum Society are the custodians of a vast amount of spiritual teaching given by beings from this world and beyond, which were received through the yogic mediumship of Dr. King. We are a practical organization that holds regular services to send out spiritual power through prayer and mantra to help our suffering world. The society's motto is service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. So what are the Nine Freedoms? Well, they are a series of spiritual teachings that outline the steps humanity needs to take as we evolve. They were given in 1961 by a cosmic master known as Mars Sector 6 and were given as transmissions which were delivered through the yogic mediumship of Dr. George King, who was the founder of the Ethereum Society and a very advanced master of yoga who passed on in 1997. Each of these transmissions are the result of Dr. King going into a positive somatic yogic trance, a state which is very rare for anyone to be able to attain. And while in this state, he was overshadowed by Mars Sector 6. And this great master then spoke using Dr. King's voice to deliver these profound teachings to humanity. The nine freedoms are in order. Firstly, bravery, with which, without which nothing of any value can be achieved. Then secondly comes love, the great creative force behind the whole of creation. And the third freedom is service, which is love in practical action. And through service we can gain the fourth freedom, enlightenment, a very elevated state. From there we progress on until we were able to achieve cosmic consciousness, which is a full rise of the power known as Kundalini, 
and where one is able to experience the oneness of all things. Once we can attain cosmic consciousness at will, we are then ready for the great initiation of ascension, which is the sixth freedom, and where we are able to break forever from the cycle of reincarnation. And after this initiation, we are able to leave the classroom called Earth and move on to a higher sphere of learning in the seventh freedom, which is interplanetary existence. Then after a time, we gain the eighth freedom, Saturnian existence, Saturn being the most highly evolved planet in our solar system. And from there, countless lifetimes into the future, we eventually reach the ninth freedom, solar existence. So these are nine doors through which all of humanity must pass as we evolve. And of course it doesn't stop there. Evolution goes on and on. Now when the nine freedoms were given, they were recorded. And the recordings of these transmissions are available for purchase from our website, as are the transcriptions, which together with the commentary from Dr. King, form the book called The Nine Freedoms. These are all available from the Ethereum Society's website, that is the book, the CDs of the transmissions themselves, as well as the CDs of the lectures of, on these subjects by Dr. King. So check out the Ethereum Society's website, ethereus.org, or also the Nine Freedoms website, which is www.thenninefreedoms.org. That's thenninefreedoms.org, nine as in the word nine. Now in our last show, we talked about the second freedom, love. And this week we delve into the third freedom, which is service. If we demonstrate bravery, the first freedom, and use the great power of love, the second freedom, then we can be of great service. And one cannot attain the fourth freedom, enlightenment, without first giving service. So service is essential in these days. And in the Ethereum Society, it's really the whole point of our organization. In fact, the motto is, service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. Now let's begin by listening to the words of Mars Sector 6 in this extract, which I'll read. These are the first couple of paragraphs of this freedom. And these are the words of a cosmic master, a being from another world. The third freedom will be service. Freedom from selfishness is service. In these days, there is much service which is vitally important to terror. There are few servers. Service is a culmination of experiences which denote the server as being on the ladder of evolution, firmly on this ladder. Those who have a yearning desire to serve and indeed are doing so are those who have slain selfishness are those who are gradually overcoming their lower materialistic aspects, are those who are sometimes slowly, but nevertheless surely, advancing towards enlightenment. 
So this extract really shows how the first three freedoms of bravery, love and service are the steps that lead to the next freedom, enlightenment. In fact, later in the text, Mars Sector 6 says, serve and you will become enlightened. So he's saying that not only will we gain enlightenment if we give service, but that we cannot gain enlightenment unless we give service. So there, there are really significant benefits to the server in return for them giving service. This is because of the great law of karma, the law of inevitability, which states that as the Master Jesus said 2,000 years ago, as we sow, so shall we reap. And as the Lord Buddha said 500 years before that, action and reaction are opposite and equal. But of course, gaining things for ourselves should never be the motive for giving service. Someone who gives service to others shows that they have grasped one of the most essential lessons in life and are evolving themselves towards enlightenment and beyond. And as we progress through each of the nine freedoms, we will see that throughout our, the future freedoms, service is the common theme. No matter what stage of evolution is reached, no matter how we progress, service is always there. Indeed, the more evolved we become, the more service we want to give, and the greater the opportunities we have to do so. Now, in the following brief extract, we'll hear exactly how great service is. This is an extract from the recording of the Nine Freedoms. The speaker is Mars Sector 6, who was a cosmic master and who gave the Nine Freedoms to Earth in 1961. He did so by speaking through the yogic mediumship of Dr. King, who was the founder of the Ethereum Society, and using his voice. It was recorded in London, England. And the best way to take this in is to close your eyes and be still while you listen to this very short extract of Mars Sector 6. The greatest yoga is service. The greatest religion is service. The greatest act is that act done in service. So there you have it, the words of a cosmic master. And in those words, Mars Sector 6 spells it out quite clearly that service counts above all things, even other yogas and other religions. So someone giving service is doing greater things than someone who shuts themselves away from the world to concentrate on their own personal spiritual development. And indeed, the greatest act we can perform is an act of service. So of all the things we can do in our lives, the greatest thing we can do, bar none, is to help someone or to help something other than ourselves. Now in the book, The Nine Freedoms, Dr. King gives an excellent commentary on each freedom. And so I'd just like to read a brief extract from what he has to say on this. Without this lesson, we will remain upon earth for 10,000 lives if necessary, until eventually 
we are tempered in the fires of experience, are softened so that we can transmute our basic animalistic selfishness into the great light of service and continue to dispense this willingly. No one can escape this. We cannot ever attain enlightenment unless we serve. We might have great knowledge and yet be selfish. We still have not gained wisdom. Probably in another life, our knowledge will be locked up in our memories and we will have to work for life after life to gain remembrance of it again. Whether it is necessary to do this or not must depend upon each individual case. One thing is sure, we will never gain true enlightenment unless we serve. So again, the message is quite clear. And in addition to this extract, we'd also like to play an extract of Dr. King speaking, a recording. And in this, you'll note he makes a very interesting prophecy. So here we have Dr. King speaking. This is around about three minutes long. We'll see that service is becoming more and more important in these days because it is the new yoga of the age. It is the new religion. It will bypass all other religions. It will see all other religions out and transmuted into religions of service. And now I'll throw something out on the astral realms and the mental realms of this earth and hearken to it because here is a prophecy which will turn out to be true, as sure as you are and I am. There will come a day when all religious beliefs will be transmuted into the action of service to others. And those religions which today, and there are some, are purely academic religions, will be replaced They'll be wiped off the surface of the earth if necessary. And this too appertains to all societies, clubs, committees, whatever they might call themselves, as belonging to this, that or the other, unless those organizations are planned or can be planned in such a way that they give service to others, even if it's only to two or three, nevertheless give service to others, they will be replaced. There is no place for them in the new world. They cannot be. Now there are many organizations about which are giving service. They're giving service to the people who belong to the organization. They often give service to people outside. They're organizations which send out prayers and help and healing and so on to all the world, irrespective of who they are. Such organizations as these will last. But those very tight little cliques, and there are some in this country and in Europe, who are only concerned with some teaching which came through 200 years ago anyway, and they are now purely theoretical organizations can close their book today or it'll be closed for them. That's it. And those statements are now stamped on the Akashic records and can never be erased by anyone. And they are true. 
as you will see. Most of you already realized this, maybe even realized it years ago, and are serving in one way or the other. I know some of you belong to groups who are serving by sending out healing and power and so on to the world and to the country as well as to your own congregation. You are the people who will succeed. No matter what is thrown against you, you will succeed. So some very interesting thoughts there indeed. Now, in addition to progressing however slowly towards enlightenment, there are other benefits to service. Not that these are the motive uh, to give service, of course, but nevertheless, by the law of karma, you must receive something in return for your service. Now, for example, listen to this extract, which I'll now read from Mars Sector 6, the cosmic master who delivered these freedoms. If you would be free from the materialistic prison cunningly devised to enslave you, you would serve. If you would be detached from your own petty worries, you would serve. If you would enjoy better health, you would serve. So here Mars Sector 6 says that by giving service, we allow ourselves to be freed from the prison of materialism, the rat race, the great trap of wealth, greed and power that so many people on earth spend their lives stuck in, forever chasing the next carrot. Through service we can escape this vicious cycle. And we can also become less concerned with our own problems if we focus on helping others. As Mars Sector 6 later says in the text, Break away from your own troubles by concentrating upon the suffering of others. So how can we be of service? Well, let's hear from Mars Sector 6 again to see what he has to say in this extract which I'll read. There are many ways indeed to serve. By your service you can help to heal those who are sick, and you should. By your service, you can help to give encouragement and strength to those who are depressed and weak, and you should do this. By your service, you can throw a dazzling beam of scintillating white, vibrant energy into the darkness of a suffering world and raise it. So here Mars Sector 6 is giving us some examples of how we can be of service. There are many, many ways in which we can give service to others, but these are certainly some very good examples, one of which is healing. And here's what Dr. King had to say on the subject of healing. This is an extract again from the book The Nine Freedoms. The second largest religion on earth today numerically speaking, was founded by a great spiritual healer, Jesus of Nazareth. He was a being who demonstrated spiritual healing whenever he had the opportunity to do so. He founded the Christian religion on his ability to demonstrate his powers of healing. It is the very essence of the Christian religion. 
when we are told that we, by our service, can heal those who are sick and we should do so, it means that indeed it is our responsibility to do so. You should always remember that every man on earth can give spiritual healing. That is the birthright of mankind, to pass on divine healing power, and it is also his duty. So in this extract, Dr. King is also quite clear that spiritual healing is an excellent way to be of service. Now, in this last extract from Mars Sector 6, he said we should throw out a dazzling beam of scintillating white vibrant energy. What did he mean by this? Well, this is a reference to the tremendous power of prayer. And here we're talking about unselfish prayer, not asking for a better job, a faster car, and so on, but praying for peace, for example, sending out spiritual energy to help the world. This is service. This is love in action. Mahatma Gandhi said that prayer is the most potent instrument of action. Prayer is a tool and a powerful one by which we may be of service. So rather than prayer being a personal request for a selfish desire to be fulfilled, it's a means of sending energy. It's a means of giving service. So anyone, individuals or groups, can send spiritual energy wherever it is needed through the power of prayer. Be that to a sick individual, or a group of people suffering in the aftermath of an earthquake, or to people living in the midst of war, we can, all of us, be of service to these people through the incredible power of prayer. And you can do that from your own home. There are, of course, many excellent prayers out there from many different traditions. But I'd just like to mention one very good set of prayers which you can use, which are the Twelve Blessings. These are another series of transmissions which were given through the yogic mediumship of Dr. King. But this time they were given by the Master Jesus, who spoke through Dr. King in much the same way as Mars Sector 6 did when he gave the nine freedoms which we are talking about today. The Twelve Blessings, as well as being a great teaching about the cosmic spirituality of the universe, are a wonderfully balanced spiritual practice in the form of a series of prayers, which are a fantastic way to send out spiritual power to help the world. We'll be looking into these Twelve Blessings in later shows, but if you'd like to find out more about them, then you can do so on our international website, Aetherius.org. That's A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S dot org. So unfortunately, in the very short time we've had available, that's all we've been able to cover. We've had to be brief, but we hope that you've gained a greater appreciation of the tremendous importance of service. The nine freedoms uh, are a vast topic, of course, we can't hope to do them justice in this show, but if you would like to find out more, you can do so on the website thenineFreedoms.org. That's 
the9freedoms.org, nine being the word nine. And on that website, you'll find lots to read. There's some podcasts there you can listen to. You can also purchase the audio recordings of the transmissions, as well as the audio recordings of some lectures given by Dr. King, who was the medium through whom these fantastic teachings were given. And of course, you can buy the book as well. Now, the ebook is also available from iTunes, Google Play, Kobo, and Amazon Kindle. Now, in our next show, we're moving on to the fourth freedom, enlightenment. Enlightenment is a much greater state and a much more difficult state to reach than many people realize. It's a wonderful, glorious, and very holy state, far deeper and far more mystical than just basic peace of mind or even advanced psychic vision. It's the fourth of the nine freedoms, and as such is the result of bravery, love, and as we've heard, the essential component of service, which are the first three freedoms. So we'll uncover the true meaning of enlightenment as, as outlined in the fourth of the nine freedoms. Thank you for listening to Mystic FM, brought to you by the Aetherius Society. Tune in next time for more cosmic spirituality, because it is wisdom that sets you free.